This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Believe Podcast Network presents the FCS Football Podcast with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. I am a soothsayer. Welcome back, folks, here on the Believe in FCS Football Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by my former teammate, former roommate, Mr. Sean Anderson, and we are going to be recapping week three of FCS football action. Sean, how are we doing today? Good. I'm excited to give the score for every single game that the FCS, uh, FCS team played in. That's what we're doing today, right, Joe? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, there, there were a lot of basketball scores uh, like this past weekend. There were there were like 12 teams that scored over 50 points. Uh, defense out the window, I guess. I don't know what I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know what? I think that's the first. I think week three, you're like, okay, the legs are gone a little bit, and then by week. four, four or five you're like oh here's my second wind it's it's like a it's like a fighter breaking down their shit and bones and just having to wait for them to regrow and get a little bit stronger so week three or uh, four and five expect a little more defense but week three that's uh that's the first quarter of the season fatigue or first third of the st- season fatigue that you're uh you're watching for all those fcs fans that's wondering why 50 was getting dropped on your dome uh, it's because <laughs> the legs are getting a little bit tired See, I think it was because the uh, I don't disagree with that. I think it's part of it. But I also think all of these FCS teams had to play their FBS pay games. And then the following week, a lot of them were playing subdivision one programs or were playing really bad FCS teams. So I think that they were just all riled up and pissed off that they got knocked around by like Clemson or Alabama that they decided to take it out on Lincoln University or, or Presbyterian. God, how bad was that? Pre- did I we'll pick Presbyterian? You did. Oh, oh that, Thursday is going to be a bloodbath for uh, me. F- I know FCS it's a bad one is, for me. Is, it, it's, it was a very good one for me, and I don't want to uh, over-allude. Uh, but now we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to get into the the JMU, <laughs> the JMU versus uh, Weber State game, which did not go very well for Weber State. And then we're also going to highlight this Eastern Washington, Western Illinois performance, which was Talk about basketball numbers. Uh, I, I saw a couple of tweets on it from the FCS faithful that covers the FCS from Sam Herter and Craig Haley that, that referenced it. But holy crap, that game was was high scoring. Um, speaking of high scoring, Sean, <laughs> I got to stop doing that. Sean, can you <laughs> talk to our listeners about? No, we're going to do it again. Money. <laughs> Wait, that game was high scoring. Go ahead and let's try a new transition. Let's work so, through it. So, Sean, betting. Talk. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy well i don't have the energy to do a bit right now for the bet online read i know a lot of you like the bits i'm not i'm just gonna do the straight read here do they though i i don't know i don't i have no feedback i get no feedback everybody talks to joe nobody talks to me which is fine because I, I interact I get, more i'm the I'm the more interactive one i don't even have a shot to interact yeah, you, but you don't put anything out there. You don't tweet enough. Yeah, FCS I've been stuff. I've been very lame lately. I'll, I'll make yeah. that clear. I've been very lame about the FCS on Twitter. But um, okay, 
It's all right. Here we go. Bet online. <clears throat> We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. That's all. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football Alex. action this season. <laughs> What's why are you thinking, Alex? I don't What's think the, he wrote the read. I just like to blame him for the read related stuff. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. Okay, go. I'm not doing a Bill Burr bit right now, but that's just worded. You know what? I have been rather rather critical of sometimes the wording of these reads. That was a little jumbled, uh, but the, the main focus is bet online. And not everybody can have killer weekends like me. Uh, just winning bets. Patriots minus six. Easy. Mortal lock of the year. Uh, Kansas City minus three and a half. Lost all my winnings from Sunday on that game. It's okay. though. It was a fun, fun Sunday. And that was fun because... My team, Atlanta, didn't play till four. Uh, so the one o'clock games, just why not craft up a little parlay? Why not get some little action on these games? It's not like I have much vested interest, but it's football. And now I can really get into football with a little bit of gambling. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial bonus just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. That's NFL, the number 100. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Oh, wonderful. Thank you, Sean. Uh, you know, sometimes when a read is done, the, the co-host will talk about a bet that they had made or a line that they liked from the previous week instead of just saying, uh, actually, hey, you know what? You, you, know, what, what, you know what, Sean? Yeah, I, I, a, a, a line that has my attention this upcoming week, I actually might place a bet for once, and this is not even you know me, me oh, so soft. just putting that out there. Uh, the minus seven and a half for the Panthers against the Texans and Davis Mills is supposed to be starting on Thursday night football. That okay. has to be, that's going to move. That is definitely going to move. So if you're listening to this right now or watching it on YouTube, that is a bet that you should go make. That's a stupid bet right there. What was I going to say? Also, before I guess we get into the, uh, the real, uh, the real meat of the show, I would like to provide an update for the South Dakota state game. Me and Joe are currently looking at flights. So in case we're anybody's, close. Been, in case anybody's close. been wondering and, and wondering if we were going to flake, it's very unlikely that that will happen. Uh, barring an emergency or something like that, then we will be attending. It has been... Um, after living in a city for so long of our lives, as much our entire lives, yeah, going to the Midwest is proven to be a different little... Uh, uh, it's been a little challenge. trickier. It's, it's been a challenge to either fly into Sioux Falls uh, and then figure that, uh, that game connects. out. <laughs> multiple connect into Sioux Falls and then an hour drive. I think right now we're leaning into flying into Minneapolis and driving three hours. That's and not driving bad. three hours. That's not bad. I think that's going to be our best option because the, the ticket prices between the two is vastly different. Yes, vastly but Joe, I, I, what I'm worried about is that I believe that if you're under 25, like both of us are, we will have to get a like mandatory insurance on a rental car. I, I rented a car when I came out here. It's not it, they they don't do like a mandatory insurance. They just charge you an extra like thirty dollars. It's that'll sucks, be your job to set up then. Okay. Uh, well, I have uh, I have an Avis account, so I will take care of it. What, but you have an Avis account? Yeah, because I rented a car when I first came out to LA to look at apartments. Mm-hmm. Biggest waste of time in my life. <laughs> it's coming to Los Angeles. If somebody. You know, like I know podcasts do like support this podcast, support me getting out of Los Angeles because I, I could not stand, I can't stand living here 
another another month. I can't stand it. Don't even. You had a support system. What'd you tell the support system, Joe? You told him to go screw, didn't you? I didn't. Do, what? 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 Me? No. Oh, when you, you were talking about it in the early stages. Hey, I told you. I'm going you, out there. If you bonked me on the head when I was having when I was down bad, I think uh, I, I think I would have. I would have stayed. <laughs> you supported me a little too much. <laughs> All right, Sean, let's grab a cup of water and and uh, and talk here at the water cooler. Why don't we? How about that? Welcome to the water cooler. Fill them on up. So, Sean, I- I've got one. Oh, you actually do have some water. I don't know if that's gonna. ASMR, Sean, I'm drinking out of a empty water bottle. Snapple bottle. Snapple bottle. Sean, the first thing that we got to address here, so our, our good friends, uh, the Blue Hose at, at Presbyterian. So we, uh, I, I heavily criticized them for playing multiple subdivision one schools and absolutely blasting them, putting up obnoxious stat lines. And I said, come on, guys, let's play a real team here and let's actually you know, look good in doing it. Sure. So they, they played a real team, Campbell, a team that, you would have thought after putting up all these damn points and shutting out these teams, they would have been competitive against uh, our, our good friends at, at Campbell, the Camels. Yet, they could not handle themselves. 72 to nothing. 72 to nothing is, is, is what Presbyterian could muster up. So that's what we get. Thank you, Presbyterian, for putting up a good fight. Well, like the camel, um, I have fantastic hydration. That's why I'm standing at this water cooler right now. Uh, and Joe, did you also hear our alma mater ranked number three in the CAA after this week? And I believe they were number 24 on the polls this past week as well. URI and two times a week when Joe's been filling out the water cooler topics, it's been URI and Homer Central. Uh, we but have it to is, bring it up. We, would, we don't. Every Okay, there are literally four broad FCS shows and they all talk about the schools related to him. One of them, the walk on radio guys, they talk about Sam Houston, the hack. FCS fan nation guys, they do their hack. Why are they hack? Just keep, keep going down the list. What? I'm not going to go down the list. What now. does FCS fan nation talk about? They, they well, it, it's called fan nation. You could probably figure out. I haven't watched them any of their episodes. But what's their school? What's, what's their, what's their team? They're all over the place. I mean, I know the Chris Hammond uh, guy who tends to, comment on our stuff he, he's one of the hosts on that show i think he's I, he's idaho i'm pretty sure hack okay all right <laughs> we're just you're just trying to chop off the connections that we I'm have just, no, that I'm just, nice they, us. i feel like those that listen they know that they understand the bits they're not hacks but i mm. i feel i Colin's sometimes hack. call huge hack biggest hack we know oh my god he needs to how do you think he feels getting attacked weekly for no reason just he, for being he knows supportive. his role he knows his role <laughs> what's that Getting attacked weekly. <laughs> okay, I guess so. I guess <laughs> so, but Sean, the, you know that twenty-four ranking. Uh, first, I have to say, Barstool Roadie, terrible account. Uh, what? You know, it, took, it took them until now to realize that the team was ranked. The the way that they reacted to it, they didn't know that they were ranked last week. And also, Brown sucks. They're terrible. Oh, I only God. like EJ Perry. I hate Brown. You're a bad football program. You deserved that, <laughs> Sean. Uh, did you happen to see that the Bison? are looking like they normally do, completely dominant against Towson, who I think some people thought might have been pretty good this year. They didn't play in the spring and opted out, moving on from Tom Flacco, and they didn't look so good against the Bison. Bison continuing to look that dominant way that they've been uh, with Quincy Patterson as their starting quarterback. 
Interesting, Joe. I did not know that. Uh, Joe, did you know that I had to do a whole bunch of extra work on Saturday night? <laughs> Why? Well, that's because Northern Arizona upset Arizona 21 to 19. <laughs> that's extra work for you if, uh, with an FCS Oh, upset? is it extra work? Oh, it sure is. Happy to like see that. it. I'm sitting there at my desk. Northern Arizona is going to do this. This is great for the show. Oh, my God. Northern Arizona is going to do this. I now have to find so much more audio. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that was my thought process during it, but that is a um, FCS upset, and we are just, I mean, three weeks through, Joe. We've never seen this many. No. Well, uh, Craig Haley tweeted it, and I'm an idiot for not writing it down. I think Herter also mentioned it, too, on social media. The this is the most that we've seen in it's in a full season and it's only been three weeks. I think that the number was six in 2016 or something like that. Someone's going to come in and correct me because we have no stat checkers and we also don't do any. I think we're at like notes. eight. We're at ten. We're at ten. We're. I'm pretty sure we're at ten. It might have been ten. It might. You're, you're right. It might be ten. I, dude, it's. I lost track. Who? Why? How? I have to think. FBS transfer portal. That's what I have to think. I have to think that's got to be uh, yeah. some of it. I, I've done a couple shows now, and I've talked about it, and uh, you know, in like guest appearances, and, and I think it is the transfer portal. I also think it's all the damn time that they spent practicing that they're just so freaking prepared. But Sean, what was the other upset? You wanna you wanna share that one too? Well, I'd love to steal your thunder over your boy, um, but uh, the University of Incarnate Word. Uh, and then I don't know. Speak, talk about hack. Whenever they're in the news, uh, everybody is just losing their mind. How is this school? What's this type of name for a school? Uh, they, I mean, people get hack about that, but that's the name of the school. UIW. Uh, they upset Texas State forty-two to thirty-four. Joe, you know what that means? Ring the bell. Nope. More work for Sean. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I actually don't know if I had work for that. I don't think Texas is Power Five or Texas State's Power Five, but. No, it was definitely an upset and it was a they handed it to them uh, for they handed Texas State their own incarnate word just beat the hell out of them basically is what I'm trying to say. And 42 points on an FBS team. That means that your offense is pretty damn legit and that you should be expecting 42 points a game now for FCS opponents. And maybe that's unrealistic, Joe. But at the same time, if you can do that once, you can do it twice. Very good mic placement by the, by you, by the way. Yeah, Jim Nagy. Thank you for producing. Like... Thanks for finally noticing that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, now, Jim Nagy of the Senior Bowl, I, I don't know what, what's in the water in, in Mobile, but um, he made a comment on social media that he thinks that he would rather have Cam Ward over Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, which is uh, – we like Cam Ward, but holy mm. crap, Jim, get it together. That is – Complete and utter nonsense. Um, <laughs> the last thing that what? <laughs> right, exactly. Like I, I, I will find the tweet. I will send it to you later. He, he commented on something, and it might even Ryan's tweet. But you know, that's that's what Jim Nagy believes in. Last thing, Sean, did you happen to see? Did, did you hear about this? That Montana in Eastern Washington. It's going to be on ESPN2 on October 2nd. Mm. That is going to be the following week's game. Not not week four, but week five. 8.30 Mountain Time. I don't know what Mountain Time is. Two hours behind uh, East Coast. So you're on Pacific Time, so you're three hours behind. So they're one hour ahead of me? or Yes, one hour ahead. So right sure, now, right. Mountain Time is 2.30 for you. 
or it's two thirty Mountain Time based on you. Mountain that time is going right. to be. That is going to be. I, I don't care the time zones. I don't. <laughs> that is going to be a disturbing game to evaluate, and I think that we're going to probably spend disturbing. a lot of time talking about it because Montana is probably the best defense in the country, and then Eastern Washington is throwing for five hundred yards and five touchdowns every game. So I don't know what angle you take. Like, who's going to dominate? Is it going to be a defensive game or is it going to be an offensive game? Who wins that matchup? It's is yeah. Is it going to be, be Broncos Seattle Super Bowl or is right. it going to be different? Right, right. Good, good analogy there. Thanks. <laughs> pointless, just pointless Bad babble. Content. Just stinks. So we have two good games that we want to talk about here for our games of the week. The first one being the James Madison Weber State game, and, and we have to address this one because of the importance and the implications that this had on the playoff. Weber State needed to show a level of resilience to at least play in a close football game to prove that they can belong in the top 10 ranking at the end of the season. James Madison is trying to maintain recognition in, in what seems to be a four-way fight for the first place vote uh, in the stats poll right now. But JMU bests Weber State 37-24. to 24. Some notable stats, Antoine Wells Jr. for JMU, eight receptions, 76 yards, and two touchdowns. And then also Josh Davis bottled up uh, 16 for 59, about three yards per carry. This game, if you're didn't, if you just looking at the score, is not really indicative of what happened. It was actually a, a blowout for the entirety of it. And then there was some garbage time points scored. There was a quarterback change for Weber at the end of the game. This is not a good sign. Uh, and I, I think that this is uh, this Weber State team is showing some clear signs of weakness. And I don't know if we can really consider them in that top fight for the top four seeds in, in this season's bracket. No, they, um, one thing that definitely looked out, uh, off for me was Weber state looked small. They looked like they had, uh, they were outsized on the field and it looked like JMU just had far greater athletes. And that's not something we usually see from Weber state. At least they have a little more size Never the most athletic team, but, JMU just looked like they were just physically too imposing for Weber to do anything in the entire game. I know they scored 24 points, but at the same time, it's just, it wasn't enough. The JMU was just too much force for Weber to handle. Right. Too much force is, is a pretty good way to phrase it. And uh, honestly, this Weber State team, their success has always been driven by what Josh Davis does. And we know that they need him to have a good game. And it's very apparent that, again, here we are. They have issues and inconsistency at the quarterback position. I don't think that either guy that stepped in in this game is, you know, is, is really going to be the man going forward because, you know, we end up having, I think Randall Johnson was the guy who stepped in at the end of the game, but, or no, what was it Kylan Weiser? I'm, of course, completely bumbling that. Regardless, it's a clearly an issue that they don't have one guy, and if they can't run the football, they're going to struggle. And as we know, James Madison is a fantastic defense, so they had no trouble slowing it down. Yeah, JMU also, I believe, had an 80-yard touchdown fumble recovery return, which if their defense is scoring touchdowns, it's going to be even harder for you to do anything. Best-case best, best case scenario is you your offense scores, their offense scores, but if their defense starts getting involved in that scoring and turnover battle, it's going to be over very quickly. Hey, can you uh, get in frame? That would be that would be nice. Uh, Sean, the other game, uh, Eastern Washington had a complete shootout with Western Illinois. 
62 to 56. They outlast the shootout. This was a, a stupid, crazy back and forth game as Eastern Washington loves to do. So you've got some pretty gaudy stat lines. Can can you just kind of fill us in on that stuff before we, we hit on some takeaways? Yeah, sure. Just let me get in the frame. Um, well, you are in the frame now, so you're good. There you go. Yeah, let's go through some of this. And this game could have been all fat stats. It, we could have just made fat stats this game, but we have a good amount of uh, stats that are fat for you. Uh, but this game itself, uh, Western Illinois quarterback, Connor Sampson, 31 for 46, 425 yards, four touchdowns through the air, uh, receiving uh, for Western Illinois. Dennis Houston, 11 catches, 175 yards, two touchdowns. Daniel Bender, three catches, 102 yards, one touchdown. Uh, it's just so obviously uh, Western Illinois' offense was rolling. And then let's get on over to Eastern Washington. Eric Berrier, the man of the hour, and we'll get to him again. Uh, he is probably going to be premiered in the fat stats as number one. But, Joe, I guess I'll give a stat line here anyways. Uh, 31 for 45, no interceptions, 542 yards. That makes sense for a quarterback to be able to do in four quarters and six touchdowns uh, passing through the air. And then not to uh, to take away from it, but uh, running back Dennis Merritt, 12 rushes, 148 yards and two touchdowns. So I, all over the place, Johnny Edwards, three catches, 126 and two touchdowns. Uh, Roberson had six uh, six catches, 118 yards, one touchdown. It's just all up and down. Uh, both teams just no defense whatsoever. Offensive yeah. players just carving up both defenses, which for Eastern Washington, you got to get that fixed up because you will be a playoff team. Right. And it's like they were playing seven on seven out there. This is insane how there was literally no tackling going on in this game. The, the takeaway I have from this, uh, I don't take anything away from Western Illinois. I, I don't think that they're going to really be that far into the equation where we're going to be talking about them as a contender. But Eastern Washington has the offense to be a contender. But the problem is, is they're playing like a Big 12 team where they're just throwing the hell out of the football. They're putting up all these yards and touchdowns, but they can't stop anyone for the life of them. And that's what worries me. I can't really buy into Eastern Washington right now because I know that they can't play defense. I honestly am giving an early edge to Montana in mm. that ESPN2 matchup because if they slow down Eric Barrier just a little bit, and that means yeah, but like how can 20. you? But if he throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns, like that's that's a slow day for him. They're not going to stop Montana's offense, and Montana's offense isn't not anything special. It's concerning that they can't stop anyone. Like Western Illinois isn't that good that they gave up all these yards and touchdowns. Yeah, but sometimes you get into that flow of the game where it's just a shootout. Everyone's doing their best, and both offenses are clicking more than both defense are just sucking. So it, it was just, I mean. 62 to 56, you look and you think there's no defense, uh, which there probably wasn't much of, but for the most part, you it was the offenses just going bombs over uh, Baghdad in that game, B.O.B. Well, I don't want to use Alabama as my comparison team because I don't think Ewu compares to Alabama, but like, what if uh, what if Texas A&M got into a shootout with Memphis? Like, You'd be like, okay, good for Texas A&M to win the football game, but what the hell happened here and why did Memphis score this many points? They're not going to be able to play against Alabama. Like that's what you that's the that's the takeaway here. You know, if you if you're Memphis supposed to be a dominant team, but, you know, you could have said, you know, maybe someone from the Mac. Memphis is a good team. I'm giving Western Illinois a little credit here. I don't think you are. I think you're you're no sell. Memphis also Memphis is not a good football team that they they won off of complete luck <laughs> the past game. What do you know? They won because of uh, a a 
a, 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 a mistaken call on a punt return, and then also they didn't notice that there were two players with the same number on the field for Memphis during that play. So what do I know? I know everything. <laughs> Sean, uh, we're going to get the fat stats to wrap us up before we do, though, folks. I just want to remind you that Believe has partnered with Play Action Pools this season to bring you some with interactive what? fun. Shut up. To bring you some interactive fun to the sport that we love most. You'll be able to get in on the action with our playactionpools.com football pick'em challenge, which is open to everyone. Here's how it works. Sign up for our contest, Believe Football Pick'em at playactionpools.com, and then get your picks in each week. We're going to select the 10 highest profile games of the week between the NFL and college football. Whoever gets the most picks correct each week will win a pair of electric sunglasses and a pair of DC shoes. Again, go to playactionpools.com and sign up to uh, for the contest Believe B-L-E-A-V Football Pick'em. And if you plan on hosting your own football contest, go to playactionpools.com today. They've got Survivor, Pick'em, as well as a cool sportsbook-style concept called Build Your Bankroll. Playactionpools.com, your new home for all of your office sports pools. Sean, have you signed up yet? Yes, I've signed up. I signed up on the uh, show last week in the dark. How did you? <laughs> I'm glad you have lighting today. How did you do on the on better the than show? you trying to pronounce the word play? Eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do very well last week. I did. I did go uh, on tally site. I, I did. Uh, I came top ten in, in money line picks. I don't know how the hell that happened. By the way, uh, a user uh, or not a user, a listener last week uh, wants you to buy a ring light. They were not Who, very happy me? with the lighting. Yeah. Who was the listener? I don't know. Somebody just commented on YouTube, but $30 for a, a ring light on Amazon. That was. The oh, point. really? Let me, let me figure this out right now. Man, I can pull it up. I can, let me pull I'll it up. pull it up right now. <laughs> you don't even know where it is. NFL prospects pod. Let's see here. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm on the videos here. To- Where's Believe? Where's our thing? Are we in a playlist and not videos? Here we oh, go. FCS football? Okay. Here we go. It's uh, D Breeden 5553 and he said, ring light, dot, 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 $30 Amazon. And I responded, been trying to tell you to do that, but you enjoy the darkness. For some I do. Uh, what was his name again, Joe? Uh, he had some long username. It was like... Oh, a- interesting. Like breeding something. No ring light for me. I'm not a YouTuber. And I think YouTubers, the ring lights stink. I think ring lights stink. Hey, Slappy, we, our show is on YouTube. What do you think that makes you? I'm not a YouTuber. What do you think that makes you? I'm a broadcaster and my content happens to to be on YouTube. Same difference. No, it's not. Are you are you not a I podcaster will never do, because you're a broadcaster that's on we Apple We have made podcasts? error after error after error on this show. Have we ever done an apology video? No. Okay. And we're not YouTubers. All right. Fine. I'm waiting for the do show. Do we have a kitschy name for our group? Should we get one? Do we call ourselves the potties? Or the the, the the prospect pals? No. The FCFers? FCSers? No, we don't. Not a YouTuber. Broadcaster. Okay. Keep telling yeah. yourself that. Oh. <laughs> Sean, um, 
I, I want to uh, I want to get to fat stats here. I came into some numbers this last week that I, I'll drop on all the uh, uh, on all are, the listeners. Are we doing all these? Are we doing all of them? Is of that course? The okay, rip them. Start you tell me them. if you could pick one of these out of the other. Oh, there is one. No, we'll we'll go back and forth. We'll go back and forth. Go ahead. I don't need you to go back and forth with me. What kind of energy is that? <laughs> you, go. Got me, you got me tilted. Uh, Harvard running back Aaron Shamplin. Uh, 14 rushes, 183 yards, and two touchdowns last week. Pretty fat, Joe. Not a, you know, and it's not like you're burying yourself under 30 uh, attempts to get that uh, high number. That's what we expect from Harvard. The, Harvard this last week. Austin P's quarterback Draylen Ellis, 345 yards and three touchdowns. Oh, you're just skipping me. The, yeah, not not super fat, but fat enough. Here we go. Campbell quarterback as they were absolutely massacring Presbyterian Wiley Hartley. Great name. 342 yards and six touchdowns. Pretty damn impressive there. Uh, in, uh, incarnate words, Cameron Ward. See how I did that and not say Ward's Ward. Uh, 376 yards and four touchdowns through the air. UC Davis, Ulonzo Gilliam, who I believe we have noted at least once or twice during our previews, uh, preview episodes. 26 rushes, 178 yards and three, count them, three touchdowns on the ground. And then Southeastern Louisiana, Cole Kelly, 444 yards and four touchdowns. Joe. I mean, insert four for four joke here. Uh, mm. And then Eastern Washington's Eric Berrier, who I believe has the crown of fattest of this week, 542 yards, six touchdowns. He is so much fatter. I see six touchdowns from Hartley. Shove it. I see four touchdowns from <laughs> Kelly. Shove it. Running backs. Shove it. I don't even know why I added Ellis on this show because we have Berrier throwing for 542 yards, six touchdowns, fattest of the week, almost fattest of the year. But Presbyterian had a beat up on a, on a JUCO, and their quarterback had to throw, throw for ten touchdowns. But Barrier on the list. When we get to the end of the year, we will have a nice little conclusion and presentation ceremony for the fattest player in the FCS right now. Barrier in contention. Thank you. That was a lot going into that. I was trying to pull the uh, the. Um the Jim Nagy tweet because you brought up Incarnate Ward, Ward's Ward again. But no, that I those are all such stupid stat lines. And Barrier, um, for him to throw for over five hundred and six touchdowns, the amount of times that this man has done that throughout his career is it's once a year. Is, it's stupid. I, I think he's already done it this season. Am I crazy? I might be crazy. I, I might be you bugging. Are. You are. I might be bugging. Um. All right, Sean. That's a great. No, to wrap us up on. You got anything before I close this out? And then we hell no. Wait, show? no okay. Thursday show. We got a Thursday show coming out for the week four preview. So if you like this episode, uh, keep your ears. What is it? What Thursday? Whatever. Next show. Sports. Listen. <laughs> YouTube. Uh, hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening. Uh, we're gonna try and vamp up the uh, ramp up the amount of YouTube End content. End it. We, we, we can't we can't finish the show properly. Sean sucks. <laughs> <laughs>